Welcome to Frustrated and Exhausted, the podcast for women in leadership, where I help you fulfill your ambitions without sacrificing your sanity or your resilience. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 13. Today, I'm talking all about motivation and This is in response to an absolute belter of a listener question, which is, how do I motivate my team and stay positive for them when I'm under pressure, exhausted and not feeling it? I'm delighted to be answering this question today because I think this goes to the heart of how we all feel sometimes and and what this podcast is all about, that sometimes, you know, regardless of the fact that we've climbed the ladder and got the job and done really well and sometimes it's just still really hard and sometimes we do really feel the pressure of it all and being pulled in lots of different directions and trying to just juggle everything on the plate at work and at home as well. So I'm going to look at this in two different ways. So first off looking at from the perspective of you as a as a person, as a leader and, you know, your personal responses in this kind of situation where, you know, you're in a senior high pressure role, you've got lots going on at home and you're just having a really difficult time. And it might be a fairly time limited, difficult time, but you still have to motivate that team. You still have to get the work done and you still have to make sure everybody else is getting the work done too. So we're going to look at it from the perspective of you. And we're also going to look at it from the perspective of the team that you're trying to motivate. And I'm just going to give you some prompts really to help you kind of think around some of this and think about the conversations you might need to have to get underneath the hood a little bit and and really understand what's going on. First off, in terms of you as an individual, as a leader, as a person, the first thing is when you're, you're feeling that kind of pressure and you're feeling really pulled and you want to do your best, you know, you want to be doing good work, you want to feel good about the work you're doing and you want to feel like you're getting it right with your team. And that intent is assumed. You know, not many people want to get it wrong, do they? Um, Everybody is trying their hardest and that might show up in different ways depending on what they're going on. But self-compassion and these kind of things is so important. We need to be kind to ourselves. Sometimes they're going to be there trying to motivate and it's going to fall flat. It is because maybe our energy is wrong and people can feel that we're not really connected to it in the way that we normally would be. Sometimes the pressure just gets to us and we're human. And, you know, it really depends on the context. You know, if if it feels right to you actually acknowledging that in the room, if something specific, you know, if we're talking about a specific meeting or proposal or whatever that you're you're kind of delivering, you might want to acknowledge it. You might not equally. Um, that is a judgment call, but at least acknowledge it to yourself. But be kind to yourself as well, because you are not alone in any way, shape or form. Everybody's got stuff going on. So if we think about the long term response, you know, to this low motivation because of the pressure that we're under and, you know, low energy and a kind of lack of positivity in ourselves, the long term response to that is really around building our resilience. It's about really taking a long, hard look at what our needs are and how we can meet those needs. Um, And potentially, you know, looking at 
some of the habits that we need in order to support that. You know, it's it's really hard for us to motivate other people when we're not feeling motivated ourselves. It is because we're effectively acting apart. Now, I would never advocate acting the part as a long-term solution. It's, it's not. Um, acting into it and pretending is what leads to burnout. So, you know, you can't fix this stuff overnight. But I do have a few kind of tips for getting through the day, but only if you promise that you will take a step back and actually focus on meeting your needs and and building some habits to support yourself or getting some support for the longer term to kind of really look at the issues that you're facing and can get yourself on a really proper even keel again. I think I said in an earlier episode, fake it till you make it. I really hate that phrase because it does imply acting and that is really depleting and we can't do it for long periods without risking burnout. However, reality is reality. Let's face it, (laughs) keeping it real as always. And sometimes we do just need to get through the day and we've got to kind of help other people and we've got to do our jobs. So in the short term, if you're looking for some quick win type things to look at to help you kind of clear the decks a little bit and kind of get your head back in the game. First thing to look at always is delegation. You know, if you're under that kind of level of pressure, then somebody else needs to be doing something to help. So what can you delegate and take it off your plate? How much of what you are doing today actually needs you? You know, don't want to burst anybody's ego bubble or anything, but how much of what you are doing actually needs you to do it? Because if you're under serious time pressure and you're a senior leader in an organisation, you need thinking time, you need space to to make good decisions, and you need to be focused on where you can really add value. So scrub through that list would be my number one suggestion, and get some stuff off your plate. There will be other people who are either more than capable already of taking on things that are on your list, or who will welcome the development opportunity. Because for some people, it really will be a big opportunity to take on you know, a chunk of what you're doing. That is not showing weakness. Delegation is absolutely key. And the further and higher up you go, the more important that is. So who is there when you look around you and you look around your team, who is there that can step up to support you? Might be more than one person, you might want to parcel things out. But take a really good look at it and you know, I really challenge you on this. Um, Again, this comes up with clients time and time again because it it can be hard. It's hard to let go of control. But if you want to make good decisions and you want to protect your energy and you want to be able to bring that energy when you really need it, then delegation is really important. The other thing I'd really encourage you to think about and do, frankly, is making sure that every day there is some protected time in your diary. Just for you, it might be 15 minutes here and 15 minutes there, but make sure there are breaks in the day. You know, I've done those 12-hour days where I've not stopped for lunch and, you know, I'm kind of running and eating and back-to-back meetings and you can barely get your thoughts together from one thing to the next thing and you end the day absolutely exhausted and it's really unhealthy. And again, when every day looks like that, it's not helpful and you're not doing your best work and your best thinking when things are like that. So try and carve out little slots just for a bit of thinking, 
um, and breathing, just to breathe um, and have a cup of tea. Um, because I guarantee your decisions will be better, your work will be better quality, and you will feel better as you get through the day if you can do that. So really look at carving out. It doesn't have to be big, long, you know, I know what it's like and I'm not expecting like to be able to carve out an hour in a day, but to be able to just have 15, 20 minutes, half an hour here or there to sit down and think and breathe and, you know, go out for a walk, jump up and down, you know, whatever it is you need to do to refresh your energy through the day, do that. And think about those sorts of things again, when you, if you're going into a big meeting where you do need to motivate or, um, you know, bring it in some way, shape or form, then you think about the short things that you can do that, that will boost your energy in the short term. The final thing that I would say in terms of your short term, quick fix type things um, around motivation is if you know that there are conversations you need to have where with your team where you need to be able to bring some good energy, think about the best time of day to have those meetings. You know, choose the timing of key conversations carefully, really carefully. What time of day is your energy at its best? For me, it's either morning, um, kind of mid-morning is usually about my best time, or really late at night. I'm not great after lunch. I don't want to have to think too much about anything after lunch. But that's a mid-morning time for me, I know is great. So have a think about what are your peaks of energy like in the day and use it. If you're under that kind of pressure and you're having to sort of pull something out of the bag to motivate a team in a meeting, then make sure that meeting's at the best time of day for you. So now we kind of come on to thinking about your team and thinking about this kind of a little bit more broadly. You know, it's all very well saying, you know, how do you motivate others when you're under pressure? But I guess I would kind of go back a couple of steps how much do you know about what motivates your team? Everybody's different in terms of motivation and what motivates us. How much do you understand about what motivates them as individuals and what motivates them as a collective? What are their preferences in terms of what they need from you? Do they like close management and sort of quite task-based um, approaches or do they want to be more autonomous? and you know just have check-ins what style are you taking with them and does that actually marry up with what works for them have you had that conversation motivation's a funny thing you know some people are very much intrinsically motivated so it comes from inside themselves they just decide that they want something and they find the drive to go and do it for other people, extrinsic motivation is, is more important. So they really respond to praise, they respond to reward, you know, they respond to external things. That's what they value. And, you know, what are they getting from you? Are they getting, you know, which, which are you expecting from them? What's your understanding of that with them? There's a really great book um, around this uh, by a guy called Daniel Pink. Um, it's called Drive. Again, I'll pop the link in the show notes. Um, you know, and he said, you you can think about, you know, sticking carrot, you know, where autonomy and the freedom to, to work out your own way, approach to things um, is the most effective approach 
and he draws on loads of research about this, but he said that that sense of autonomy is more motivating you know, for long term things. And actually, you know, using this stick approach, you know, kind of you've got to get this done by then or X, Y, Z happens. Um, that stick will only work for very short term, high pressure activities or tasks. It's not something that you, an approach that is effective all the time. So, you know, what is your style? What are you using? How are you currently motivating them? And is there something in that style that's not quite clicking for them? Have a conversation. If you're not sure, have a conversation with them about what they need and what they understand about what's going on. Because the other thing is as well, you might be thinking that they're not motivated, but just in the way that you're feeling under pressure and demotivated, you know, there may be things going on for them too as individuals or as a collective. You know, if you get two or three or four people in a 10-person team who are all really under pressure at work and at home and, you know, struggling a bit in the same way that you might be, that can be quite infectious. You know, mood is contagious, isn't it? So how well do you understand what they've got going on? Because it might not be about your leadership style. It might not be about you at all. Um, it may well be that they have other stuff happening. The stuff is quite complicated, but really it's about knowing your people. It's about really knowing them and allowing them to know you a bit as well. Maybe not everything. You know, I'm all for authenticity, but we all have to be professional as well. So um, you need to judge that one about how, how comfortable you are to be and how open you want to be with your teams. But you get my point. If you don't understand what's happening for them, it's really difficult to work out how to help, how to bring them up again, how to really get them motivated. The final thing to think about, and it's a biggie, is how connected are they to their purpose, the purpose of the team, the purpose of the organisation or the business, depending on where you're at. How connected to that do they feel? How clear are they about what they do every day linking up to that? Because that clarity can often really help with motivation as well. And how rewarded do they feel? How seen and valued do they feel? You know, sometimes we can be really uncomfortable about praise. And for some people, you know, you kind of shrug it off. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean that you don't want to hear it. That you don't want to feel that what you do every day matters. Everybody wants to feel that what they do matters on some level. So how are you making your team feel like they matter? That what they are doing has an impact that helps get to the purpose of the organisation or the team itself. And again, that's the kind of thing you can think about as a group and um, something I've done a lot of facilitation around, but it's, it's an important one because if that's missing, then it's difficult to, to kind of get a real collective sense of, of drive or motivation towards something. Final point really is about, and this, this kind of relates to both you as an individual and to your team. Motivation isn't a constant. We don't sustain high levels of motivation all the time. So one of the other things to consider when motivation is kind of dipping or low 
either for you or your team, is, is it motivation you need right now? Or if you're in that hard place, is it discipline? Which is it that you actually need? And by discipline, I kind of really am talking about habits. It's that habitual driving towards something. You know, what are the the things that you have in place as a team that keep you motoring when motivation does dip, when energy dips, when people are tired but you still need to keep going? What are the habits that keep you going as a team? And that relates also to your personal resilience, um, thinking about that short-term versus long-term approach. You know, what are your self-care habits like at the moment? How are they kind of holding you up when when you're feeling quite low, but you know you're getting enough sleep, you're drinking enough water, you're doing the things you need to do, and you will get through. When motivation fails, discipline, habits will sustain you. So think about that both in the context of your team and you as an individual as well. Because sometimes, and this is where in organisation systems and processes really matter. It's not just about compliance and all those things. It's also about keeping the cogs turning Um, and you know you might want to take a look within your team about if things are just difficult and there's not much of a way out of that at the moment what are the the processes and systems that can simplify things for you that you can keep focused on that will keep you all motoring towards the same outcome that you know is important so I've covered quite a lot there Um, (laughs) The original idea of these questions was that it would be a little bit on the end of the, the episode and sometimes that might happen but this one was a real really big um, big question and an important one and one I think probably most people listening will relate to because when the pressure's on the pressure's on and it, it's hard to motivate other people when you're not feeling it yourself. So please remember the tips that I gave kind of for the short term they are really intended for the short term. Um, you know, delegate, protect your time, get get some little snapshots of time in the day so that you can just breathe. Choose the timing of your, your key conversations really carefully so that you're at your best in terms of where your energy is high. And, you know, really think about the team and what they need as well. You know, how much do you understand them? How well do you know them? What has worked in the past in terms of motivating them and what hasn't? Is it carrot or is it stick? What do they really need? And in the long term for yourself personally, you'll really think about your habits, your needs and and kind of really building that resilience and keeping going. Because I think one of my previous interviewers, uh, interviewees, said it really well, the interview with Anna Hemmings when she was talking about endurance. And actually sometimes for women in leadership roles, it's about enduring and it's about carrying on and it's about doing what you need to do and that's where the discipline really comes in for ourselves as well as for other people thank you so much for listening I really appreciate you being here with me again um, and you know if you've got any questions you'd like me to answer really do drop me an email or dm me links are all below in the show notes when you click out of this episode if you want to think about your resilience I've got a free resilience kickstarter It's a five-day little episodes of a private podcast straight to your inbox that you can kind of work through that might help you think about about things a bit more. I promise they're really short. (laughs) Um, And if you'd like to have a conversation about doing some more work on that, then do just let me know. 
Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Frustrated and Exhausted. Hit the follow button for future episodes. You can also follow me on Instagram at Resonate Leadership and LinkedIn at Ruth Alexandra Wood. I'd absolutely love to hear from you. Frustrated and Exhausted is brought to you by Resonate Leadership and the wonderful team at the Podcast Boutique. I'm your host, Ruth Wood. Take care and speak to you soon.